0: Mr. Devonport, how are you? What is <laughs> up? is with Michael. <laughs> I don't know why I called you Mr. Devonport. I mean, we are friends.
1: Yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's funny. Mimosa's with Michael. This is a cool little snippet. Cool little show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing really good. I, did, uh, I woke up this morning, and it's the last day of the month, which kind of threw me off since it's the, the 28th, but uh, oh, yeah. I had a, I, I still owed one video to a sponsor because I, I do a certain amount of videos and promotions for different companies a month on Instagram and stuff.
0: Copy, yeah, I know.
1: And I had to, I had to do one, one video this morning. I tried to film yesterday, but the video just did not turn out well. So Ugh. I woke up, brainstormed, took me about an hour to film it, an hour, like twenty minutes to edit it, and it's up. So you know, go check it out.
0: Um, I'm gonna check it out just because uh, we're friends and I support you. Heck yeah, I appreciate and, that. And with that said, I, I think I'm gonna get the show started. So, uh, hello everybody, this is Michael Colomb with um, the Awesome Podcast. Mimosas with Michael. Um, but you know that because you're tuning in, so, um, and I actually, I, I've been trying to get you on the show for a while, and then you moved away. You moved yeah. back to North, where, North Carolina. South. See, I know where, I know what's up.
1: South Carolina, but pretty close.
0: Okay, well, you're just out in the Carolinas. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We'll just, we'll just. I'm we'll just, up and down between the two.
0: Okay, so what, um, so you're out there now. How long are you going to be out there for? Are you coming back to LA so we can uh, hang out?
1: Um I would love to i uh, 'd be down to it 's just that uh it's there needs to be enough money to be enough consistent money to be made for me out there to afford a spot and a spot out in l a is expensive so I know I yeah, live here I know I have to have a pretty thick gig to be able to do that long term
0: all right, you guys let 's get him a big thick gig
1: yep get me a get me a huge gig whatever's uh whatever's popping. i mean I actually i, I mean i 'm I'm not just in South Carolina for those reasons. I have a niece and a nephew here in my family, and I'm no, I knew always, that. Yeah, yeah, I've always been pretty, uh, like pretty centralized in my family as far as like my presence has always brought a lot of my family members together that normally wouldn't spend much time together. Oh, so.
0: cute! I'm kind of like the same way. I feel like yeah, we're just we're, like, just, looking we're just looking at people.
1: Yeah, our personalities are a little bit uh like inclusive.
0: Yeah, well, because we, when we worked together, I feel like we were like that, although um, you were doing, you were the actor and I was the crew, so we didn't always get to talk, so you spent a yeah. lot of the time with the other actors.
1: Yeah, but I noticed it, the, whenever I first met you, I was, because uh, you were the, you were the lines guy, you were like always working, yeah. you could, it's not like that, like. With me, I would go in there and do a couple flips, and I have hours of sitting around, and I can just chat with people that are also sitting around. Yeah, if you were never sitting around; you were always working. So whenever finally, whenever you finally caught a break, I was like, I've never introduced myself to you because you were always busy. So I was like, Yo, what's up? <laughs> I know. Well, I, I, I I'm a, I'm
0: extremely friendly. I think um, overall, I I love people generally. So I I love talking to, to both actors and crew, and I think people people are. I don't know if they're surprised by that. I think people are always surprised, like, oh, you're so friendly. And I was just because maybe I'm working and so they don't think
1: mm-hmm, I'll be friendly. Mm-hmm.
0: Or they're just like, because, I, I mean, my like, normal crew job does keep me fairly busy. Yeah, you're
1: a lot friendlier than people can expect with you having a, a whole script in front of your face.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, responsible for a lot, so. Yeah. But you were so cool, and um, I, I, I dig your energy. And um, you're... Uh, you do tricks and stuff so I thought that was kind of cool and then I was like god this and and, I mean you're good looking and you always walked around shirtless so I was like what the heck is this guy doing (laughs) yeah yeah I
1: I live that way it's it's funny I always have and and as I've gotten older and developed a physique people now people act differently and they're like why you do that you're trying I'm like I've always done this like literally since I was (sighs) a baby
0: I've never treated you differently I thought you were just a cool guy
1: Oh, yeah, no, well, I meant, like, people, no one's treated me differently like I should be. Like, people, I'm saying that people started, whenever I'm little, whenever you're 9, 10, 12 years old or whatever. They expect neighbor, it because
0: whatever, kids don't like clothes, yeah. Yeah. They just want to,
1: like, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, humans, humans, like, real, real people don't really like clothes because it's just, like, if you're, if you're in touch with, like, who you are, I feel like that you're pretty cool with just, like, being how you are. I yeah, I, I,
0: I, I, I think that's true because like I, usually when I come home from from set and I've had like a crazy day I usually at least change clothes I'll put on my pajamas or put something different on like yeah. you know so I, I totally get that so I yeah, just yeah. um so you're the first person I've had on the show I mean I believe you do do some acting but really you're you're a gymnast and you well i mean i'm going to let you explain what you do you, okay. i mean you you, uh,
1: no. yeah, I'm you flip um, a lot
0: that much i remember you just yeah, yeah fucking exactly. flip all the time <laughs>
1: that's my thing that's my i thing. love so it i'm a i'm a pro tricker um with adrenaline worldwide It's based out of san francisco topping um,
0: yeah
1: tricking is a uh, hybrid sport it's very underground it's where it's where skateboarding was in the like the late 80s early 90s plus oh, nice. social okay. media it's like it's like where skateboarding was Plus social media and technology
0: oh they're so cool man
1: it's one of the most connected communities in the in in the world in my opinion, because skateboarding blew up really fast, but it wasn't very connected because like people tricking in China know exactly what's going on in America. but back in the day when skateboarders were skateboarding was developing in China and like other, Russia and like all the other places in the world, they were a little bit disconnected they kind of grew in their own way in, in like with while while the U.S. did their own thing as well, but with tricking, yeah. it's like we're all very connected, and it's like tricking is moving in a very uh, like a very synonymous direction, and it's really interesting. It's I want to write a book about it one day. Um, you should. It's a, it's, a, it's just a beautiful development of, of culture, um, but it, it's a hybrid sport of martial arts like extreme martial arts, um, break dancing, but it's it's really including all forms of dance okay. and uh, and tumbling like you see in the Olympics, extreme tumbling flips just plus kicks and you know other ground movement it's basically the most diverse form of flat ground movement
0: okay so and well, how long have you been doing that i yeah. started
1: doing uh I, I did martial arts when i was younger i'm a second degree black belt in taekwondo
0: oh shit. Um, okay so
1: so i developed that whenever i was younger I, I think i got my black belt when i was 12.
0: so stay on your good side hmm i said so basically i have to stay on your good side <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm, a very, I'm very passive. But uh, but I, I got a black belt when I was younger, and then I did a bunch of sports. Like I, I, did, this. I did skateboarding um, for like eight nine years when I was little, and then I did track, pole vaulting, high jump, uh, ran some hurdles for a while, ultimate frisbee. I wrestled for three years. Um, so I was always an athlete. Yeah. And then I found parkour and freerunning when I was in like ninth grade, like 2009. Okay. Uh, that's another thing cool about me is like I graduated 2012. So I was in first grade 2001, second grade 2002, third grade 2003. Oh, nice. Like, yeah, so that's interesting. But uh, so since 2009, I did parkour freerunning. And then it was like 2010, 2011 where I found tricking. So I'd already been doing parkour and freerunning for like two-ish years at that time. Time. I found tricking. And... I've been tricking ever since, so it's been since 2010, 2011-ish, so it's been about nine years that I've been tricking.
0: Dude, that's so awesome.
1: Super fun.
0: I wish I could do it. You make it look so easy.
1: You can. That's the crazy thing. No, I'm I'm fat
0: and old now.
1: But if you started tricking, you wouldn't be. You'd still be old, but...
0: Wow, okay. (laughs) I'm cutting that out of the show. (laughs) Jerk. (laughs) <laughs> um well okay that's true well I mean because I, I think it's I just drink too many mimosas maybe that's what it is
1: maybe maybe you just, maybe you're just creating so much viral mimosa content that you just have to down those
0: well a lot of I don't it's really funny when I tell people I have a podcast called mimosas with Michael they're like I want to do it do I get mimosas and I was like yeah you think I would have a podcast I mean the only difference with you is I can't have you in studio to have mimosas because you're in South Carolina
1: well next time I come into LA I'll definitely stop by
0: Dude, I will definitely have mimosas. I can never turn down mimosas, and that's I honest truth. Mimosas. What is it? I
1: said I love mimosas. I I, I, love I'm, a, I'm a fan of drinking, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Question.
0: Dude, I'm a total fan of drinking. Why do you think I, I – I, I, love, I love meeting people. I love talking yeah. to them, and I love drinking. That's why this podcast, to me, is so much fun. <laughs> and
1: awesome.
0: And I'm blessed enough to – like, I work in film, and I attend a shit ton of events, and I just know people who know – and I just – wherever I go, I meet people. So it's like I'm always – meeting really awesome people yeah. that I can have on the show, which I love. Like, yeah. it, you know, like when I, I went to London last year for my birthday, and my friend and I just went out to this random place to grab dinner. They had an open mic. I uh, saw this awesome Italian, I mean, young guy, kind of like an Ed Sheeran vibe, um, just did some like – he just got his guitar and started singing, and I was like, damn, that guy, I got to have him on my show. Which of course is tough because he lives in—he's actually Italian, so he lives in Italy, mm-hmm. and I'm here in Los Angeles. So it's just literally nine-hour time difference. So it's like if I when I would go into the studio at night, it's like 4 a.m. in the morning. So it took us a year to set stuff up, but I finally was just like, I'm doing it. Man, he was so chill. So I, I and that's, that's kind of cool. like yeah, and that's what I liked about you. I mean, you're not a musician, but you're um, you're doing something one that I don't think a lot of people know about. Definitely, I knew nothing about what you did. Of course, we worked on something where you guys were cheerleaders so you were doing a lot yeah. of tumbling and well
1: that's another thing i did a so i started tricking yeah the same time that i was it was like my junior year so i didn't have a job and i wanted to go get a job i went and applied to 12 different positions and like uh i i went and to like a christian bookstore i was i, I applied to like four different restaurants i applied to um just tons of different places literally just everywhere i was willing to work and i was like i want money i'm, I'm down to work wherever and then the last place that I went to was Lake Murray Gymnastics. I, I could do, like, some tumbling in the grass, but I did not think it was any criteria to be validated as coach. And I went in there, and I just said, like, hey, like, I love working with kids. Like, if you guys have, like, smaller programs, I could help out with that. Oh, nice. And I tried to, I tried to sell myself to them. And they're like, you seem like a nice kid. Like, we can use the help. Like, Come come in Thursday and we'll uh and we'll train you on how to run the open gym like the open gym's like a three and a half hour period where kids can just like kind of run around. There's not there's no structure really. You just gotta make sure nobody dies. So I was like okay
0: yeah don't let anybody die.
1: So I came in that Thursday and uh, and then one of their coaches had called out. So they told me like hey can you just like run the like run one of the classes all you have to do is teach these kids these like how to do these specific jumps on trampoline and like cartwheels and stuff i was like okay yeah i can do that so i was i was running trampoline the whole day and then towards the end of the night the cheerleaders came in and then he, i was like so do you want me to help you out with this he was like you know just uh, just try to tumble a little bit with the cheerleaders and see if you could pick up on some things and he's like when you get good at tumbling then you can start coaching like the tumbling oh, I was nice. like, oh okay but i didn't i never told him that i could tumble i didn't i didn't really think i could tumble but then I just started tumbling with them because I knew how to do flips. And I'd, yeah. I'd, and then he ended up giving me a job and I became the head, the head tumbling instructor like very shortly after that. And that's right when I started tricking. So I've had a facility at my disposal to train constantly ever since I started tricking. Um,
0: well, that's kind of amazing, man.
1: Yeah, it's it's great, and then I was a cheerleader for two years um, at ACX uh, right after that. So I was uh, we went to compete at worlds and we got top ten both years, and that was the first year that our that, that that cheerleading gym ever went to the world's competition. Okay, so that was cool. My my only two years of a cheerleading experience, we were ranked top ten in the world twice, so that was cool.
0: Dude, that's awesome. Dude, so have you? So I don't know. I, I, because i know you mostly do the whole the act the active stuff and i don't think, mm-hmm. i don't think even as friends we've ever talked about this but have you ever um thought about modeling and then have you ever thought about acting only cuz i kind of know you from set so i'm wondering if yeah. like
1: I, I i i actually wanted to be an actor for so long i started doing a uh, theater and drama in 6th grade and I loved it. At I can
0: see that because grade, you're totally drama, so I can see that.
1: <laughs> and then I did. A, and then I did it in seventh grade and eighth grade and fell in love with it even more. And then ninth grade was just great. And then tenth grade, I, I the the teacher that that teaches tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade, the theater teacher, I hated her. She, I just did not like her at all. So I. Ooh, I'm gonna send
0: her it. a copy of this of this um episode.
1: Oh yeah, her her name's Miss. Seal. Oh you know, <laughs> It's like that. He's like no. Nope. Well, she goes by Dr. Seal, but that's so pretentious. Every time we call her Miss Seal, she'd freak out. So I always make sure I call her Miss Seal.
0: Oh dang! Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. That <laughs> Got too.
1: <you. laughs> anyway, she she ended. Up, I think I don't think she works there anymore. She was towards the end of her whole career. Anyway, she um. Tapping. I I did not like her, so I stopped after that. But I but I went and I did some local auditions. I had like a I did like a two and a half minute long monologue for one of my auditions once and i uh and i've never really w- thought to pursue modeling but since i've started working with brands and stuff mm-hmm. um i just get in front of a camera and i, I hire out a photographer a local photographer and i just get in front of the camera and i just pose up and if you've looked at my instagram i've diversified a lot the, these past few months and i've started posting some modeling things on there
0: well i mean bro we follow each other on instagram that's why that's what made me think that
1: um yeah.
0: and i mean we're friends anyways we talk a lot so i yeah. always know what you're up to but i kind of just followed up just to make sure before we did the show Mm -hmm. but I just I just wanted to find out because um because of that like I do I do know you were taking more pictures and doing a lot
1: yeah Um, and so if anybody listening to this show if you guys got any modeling gigs I'm open to it
0: if any of my four my four listeners know anything let me know
1: hey every you know I think it's uh I think it's you can you know anybody through like four people like you know somebody that knows somebody that knows anybody
0: oh bro yeah i get told all the time that i know everybody so i'm like that's fair but i probably met them through those four people <laughs> yeah. I'm just, i have a lot more yeah. listeners than that i just i like to be sarcastic yeah, yeah um right. what you have in um um good looks and athleticism i have in charm and humor so uh, i just yeah. like to play up to my strengths yes
1: yeah, because
0: rumor has it that i'm old apparently
1: and that's just what you said I was oh okay i was just okay. i was just helping you verify i mean if you're, if you're if that's how you see yourself i support you
0: <laughs> dang okay so now so what's next for you now um
1: a lot I've okay well never, tell
0: me i want to know
1: i've never had more like more things because when I, I went to la and that's when i met you and i was there for about five months and, okay and working with boss Shear was my first time on any set um And, uh, and that was really cool. That was, that's still my only set. Well, I I was on another set with, uh, with, uh, Infinity, the cheerleading brand, um, to release it. I did that. And it wasn't, it wasn't nearly as big of a production, but it still was a set. Um, but I was there for five months and I was just kind of couch hopping, staying with a couple of people, like staying with a friend for like five, five, six days, whatever. And then staying with another friend and then going back to that other friend, and staying with another friend. And it was just unstable. I lived out of a suitcase for, a year because I was traveling before then. Before I stabilized in LA for five months, and then I continued to travel for another six, seven months after that.
0: Yeah, remember so, you were like always. We were always talking. You're like I'm just I'm on the plane right now. I was like, yeah. all right, okay, you do you. But I mean, I love traveling, but it is kind of hard to be um, unsettled sometimes. Yeah. Like even if now, even if you're traveling and you have like a home base, it still gives yeah. you a sort of foundation. So I can understand mm-hmm. that because I travel sometimes. Like I'll be back and forth on jobs.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing is like traveling I can do endlessly. But the fact that I was yeah. traveling with zero home base, I had zero places to go back to. That's the thing is like my all my belongings that I grew up with, I, I I I kept over at a friend's house. Um if I ever came back home, I would stay at that friend's house and uh and he's got a he's got a big house. He's he's, he's fine that I would I have my own room there and stuff, but I still never had my own space. And even now like I've come back and I'm staying with my grandparents, which is cool because I've never uh, – they moved here my senior year, so I've never really gotten to spend much time with them. Um, but I'm really close with them. So okay. now I'm able to clock in some family time with them now in their older years, and I get to help them out a lot. So yeah. I've, got a, I've got a nice area, a nice place to produce some content here. And I'm stabilized now. So one of the companies um, – so I'm an entrepreneur as well. I've, I started my first company when I was 18. Okay. Um, well, what was that? I started – I started my first company when I was 15. It was just a landscaping company, but it wasn't legal. Like, I didn't have like, a business account or anything. Yeah. But, the, but what I started my senior year is tumbling is life. Um, I was, that's when I was cheerleading, okay. and I noticed that there's a huge untapped demographic with the tumblers. There's a lot of people that love tumbling, but they kind of just put it under the umbrella of cheerleading. But oh, tumbling okay. is its own thing, so I was like, let's start this up. So I started that company. Um, it's, in a, it's a legal LLC based out of South Carolina, and I've been on two little mini tours where I where I went for like uh, like eight days. I think was my first tour, and then the other tour was like five days. Okay. And I hit several gyms, and I would just go in there, and I would just coach the kids. I'm a really I'm a really good coach. I've uh, I started off coaching as I started off tricking, so I say that my coaching has progressed just much, if not more, than my tricking has. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Just because I've been doing it for nine years now. Um, I was a special guest at Woodward and I coached there, um, like Woodward's like an elite, um, cheerleading, gymnastics, skateboarding, like sports resort in, uh, in Pennsylvania. And I was, I've coached there a lot, but, um, is Life, I started my senior year. And since then I've also started Shapes of Tricking, which is like sort of the same concept, but I'm a lot more passionate about tricking than than I've ever been for Tumbling. Okay. And shapes it's like we create the craziest shapes in the air so um i created that that company and i created that um like almost a little over a year ago and i went on the shapes tour this past summer um and we went to it was a five-week tour where we visited every single weekend was a tricking gathering and a tricking gathering is like a music festival yeah but it's just tricking it's like we we go there and we train with people with our friends we've been friends with for like eight like eight nine years i
0: remember you doing that actually i feel like i remember you because you were telling me a lot and you're posting a lot like you, you're traveling so that's what you're yeah doing. yeah
1: that was the tour that was the oh
0: how exciting that's and actually I, really I, cool I, man
1: i released a 14 episode blog style series um, i remember that so if you guys want to go check that out it's, it's on my youtube and it's 14 episodes i think if you watch the episodes from beginning to end it's, it's like four hours of so it's like a long movie if you really watch every episode, but it's awesome. It was a lot of fun, a lot of work.
0: Okay. Um. Well, I will. Okay. Well, we can also put the links and everything in there so that way people yeah, can. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. yeah, we'll, we'll put your link to your Instagram and stuff. Um. Mm-hmm. And you, you're you very active on social media. You've always been really good at responding, and and which I like. Yeah. You know.
1: I, and I respond to everybody.
0: Yeah. That's actually one thing I think I I, I like the most about you is, uh, you don't have an ego. Uh. You
1: know? I mean, yeah, I monitor it.
0: Who, oh, your ego? Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: I don't – I mean, I don't think you have that bad of one, or I don't think we would have been really, like, as, yeah. as good friends as we are because there's, yeah. I don't – I'm not in your community per se. Like, there's no reason why you and I could have ever should have talked, but yet yeah. yeah, we still somehow – we talk all the time, so –
1: I, I don't mean, think, I, don't, I don't think I'm better than any single person on this, wor- in this well, world. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think anybody's better than me, but I feel like everyone has an ego. It's just like I have to constantly, like, I'm constantly reevaluating, and I feel like whenever someone stops self-evaluating, that's whenever they start getting, uh, they become a result of their circumstances instead of being who they end up, who they actually want to be. They yeah. End up turning into. Like, well, whoever. I I feel like
0: also, I mean, because I'm a little bit older um but i i I meet a lot of millennials, and i mean I, you're a little bit older than that, but still like a lot of millennials I feel in some ways are very like unaware like they just sort of keep like because we're so caught on social media in a sense, yeah, so it's like they become so unaware of like what's around them yeah um and I don't think that totally. you're like that is what I'm saying
1: thank you I really appreciate it. that's a really that's a heavy compliment there's I think that um it's so important to be self aware and I credit that to like. Two main things, one, my dad always raised me to uh, to to question everything, including him, like he just taught me to question yeah. everything so my my thought process has always been very uh, very encouraged and then whenever I started tricking, tricking is the way that i've learned is mm-hmm. just by trial and error. I film it, I, I try it, and then I look back at it and I film it and try it and look back at it and I've built the bridge in my head of like yeah, how to reevaluate and how to how to teach myself how to progress so i i credit the the, the process of tricking
0: oh do that um, okay
1: and i've tried to relay that same process over with who i am as a person and how i want to grow in other aspects of my life and i try to uh with my tricking, with with the tricking community, they, they know me as first one of the one of the heaviest content creators in the sport, mm-hmm. and then second, um, and second for being very well rounded. I don't focus. There's some people that focus on one aspect of tricking, but I I danced for two years, I tumbled um, professionally with the cheerleading team, and I'm a pro tricker, and, okay. and I'm a yeah, and I, I'm a secretary of black belt and martial arts. So I I have all of the bases that tricking is derived from and i always try to cultivate each aspect of it yeah. and as i started getting older i'm 25 now and as i started getting older and started realizing that i need to grow intellectually i need to read more i need to meditate i need to take time for myself i need to continue working out because my body doesn't just do its thing now i have to kind of maintain it
0: yeah of course um, yeah. more
1: so i'm still only 25 but more so than before so i've uh I've tried to maintain that consistency of being well-rounded that I learned from tricking mm-hmm. and bring it to my normal life. So I'm always trying to focus on my weaknesses, and that makes it that that it's really easy to keep a keep a really like a solidified low ego whenever I'm constantly just evaluating my weaknesses. Well,
0: good. I'm that, I'm glad to hear that. Actually, I'm not going to lie. So Thanks. Because, um, well, I mean, I meet, I meet people every day, and and sometimes I'm in front of the camera. Sometimes I'm directing. Sometimes it's for stuff that I'm writing. Or as most people meet me, it's when uh, I work on the crew. And what I find a lot with, like, crew is, like, people just – because, like, especially within my job, they're just like, oh, like, you're just crew. But it, it's, like, at the same time, they don't realize that, like, when I leave set, I come home and I have to edit my podcast. And then I'm prepping because, you know, my friends and I, we have this horror channel that we always do stuff. And then I'm mm-hmm. also – I also sold scripts, so I'm having to do rewrites. And, you know, so it's like it's just, like, I I find that, like, people don't realize that we're not just – like, we do other things.
1: Yeah. You kind of have like, to
0: just, just, just stay relevant and, and uh, active. And, you know, it's like if you just did tricking all the time, you might get bored with it. If you just did uh, yeah. martial arts all the time, you could get bored with it. But because you I'm find sure. that a lot of these things can be sort of, you know, they tie in together.
1: Yeah. Like, my, my videography, um, really yeah. Like I cultivated that. And, like, that's a different aspect of me. Like, if I, if, I, if I shattered both of my legs tomorrow, like, I'm still very... Good at creating content. I'm still really creative because I've cultivated yeah. that aspect of myself. But it all it all intertwines.
0: Yeah, and I think that's important. And I, I think um, we get caught up in, in in identifying ourselves as just one specific sort of thing, which mm-hmm. is you know. And I've learned that as I got older because my entire life I was like, nope, I want to be a writer. And I actually grew up being an actor and a singer. Most people don't know that I can sing. Um, I did a lot of musical theater and stuff growing up. But I and identified with that, but really writing was the thing that I wanted most, mm-hmm. and so I did that for years. But then as I've gotten older, it's like, um, and I got into film. I'm like actually really good at directing, you know, because yeah. I I work in film, and I I know a lot about um the the I can't what's the term? like the process. exactly like the process. So it's like second nature. But then I also love podcasting. Like I literally just love talking to people, and I'm a yeah. good interviewer and. So it's so like sure. I love that, that a lot of these things is I go to set and I meet great people and I have a platform to just sit and, 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 and have them tell their story.
1: That's so cool. I, I, can, I can resonate with that really well because with my job, like, so before I went out to L.A., um, the reason why I was able to afford to go out to L.A. is because I sold uh, solar panels, like solar panels you put on top of houses, mm-hmm. just, door, just door to door.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Um, I wouldn't imagine that with you.
1: See, yeah, this is I mean, why we
0: but, talk. The cool things but, I, but, I learn but, about people.
1: But you could, you actually could imagine if you think about it, I, I love talking to people too. And people from South Carolina are so like, it's just, it's really easy to talk to people in South Carolina in comparison to a lot of places because no one's in a hurry. Yeah. Everyone has a, everyone has a, like a, um, a social stigma to be polite because it's, you know, southern hospitality, everyone feels like they have to be like kind of polite. Yeah. So going around, I am I talked to, I did door to door for about two years. Um, and uh, going around and communicating with all kinds of people, smart people, dumb people, um, like interesting people, boring people, people that are just hate, bitter at the world, people that are, that are just excited that you came over. Like, yeah. I'm, just, I'm catching people in their home, in their elements, and they're, and they're just completely them. So it's, it's really interesting to get to, to get to talk to people like that. And I was talking to this one guy, and this is what, made, this is what you just reminded me of. Mm-hmm. He was, he's an entrepreneur. And he's got a he has an entire like his his entire garage was full of different tackle stuff like ta- like tackle sets like fishing poles all these things I was okay. like what do you do and he was like he was like what do you mean like what do I do now or what have I done and I was like well I mean I like, just tell me what you've done and I sat there with him um, he didn't want solar but I still would love I still love chatting with him and we talked for like two hours and he said that for 15 years he did this one thing and then 10 years he did something completely different yeah and then he started this one business with his wife like a traveling business with his wife for like 20 years and then now he's been doing this he's he owns like a local tackle shop that he just got going because he started he got a passion for fishing randomly and he's been doing that for like the past five years and then yeah when i was younger i always thought like Okay, like, I'm going to be this, or I'm going to be that because society raises you to be specialized. Like, that's
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's so true.
1: And, uh, and then as I've gotten older, and I think like, I started tumbling his life. And I'm like, Okay, tumbling his life is who I am. I'm the guy I'm the owner of tumbling his life. And then I started uh, getting like brands started hitting me up as I've gotten bigger and i started realizing that now i'm associated with this brand like so to these people these people associate th- this demographic dem- demographic of people associate me with this brand and then these kind of people the tumblers associate me with tumbling as life yeah. and then trickers associate me with adrenaline cuz i'm sponsored by adrenaline i do adrenaline competitions and battles but yeah. then some trickers um, think of me as shapes because i did the shapes tour this past summer so i started realizing that i i'm so i've been always so fixated on thinking of myself in one aspect yeah. but in reality there's no there's nothing limiting you from having like having your name or your brand associated with instagram and now i have a, I'm partnered with a cbd brand and i'm partnered with uh with shapes of tricking tumbling is life adrenaline
0: great now so i have to get you sponsored with the podcast
1: yeah, and now, I'm, now, now Michael's with Mimosa. I'll add this to my list of sponsors. Whenever I, whenever I send a proposal to a company, I have a list of sponsors that I've worked with, and I'll add yours to the list. Oh, look
0: at that. Yay. More people. <laughs> That's, uh, well, I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. See, I told you. You're a nice guy.
1: Thanks, bro. You, you are, too. And it's so cool how, uh, how like open-minded you are. And something that I really like about, about you and about um, your, your podcast is, like, all your, po- your podcasts are for you. Like there's a lot of podcasts that people do and you could tell that they're trying to appease a certain population, a certain demographic with with Mm -hmm. you. I was like, like, okay, so like, what are we talking about with, with, with my business? It's all about who you're gauging your, like who's your audience. Yeah. I'm posting a certain, if I'm posting a CBD company, you can't get CBD unless you're 18 or older. So I'm not going to put little kid music to it. I'm going to put something that, that is a, that's works with the demographic that I'm working with, but you, you're like, we're just gonna talk about whatever. I just like talking to people, and I'm like, oh, cool.
0: Yeah, every person that's on the, the the podcast is like, so what do you want to talk about? I was like, I don't know, what do you want to talk about? They're like, oh, like can you ask? Like sometimes they're like, can we have questions? And I was like, yeah, like I'm doing one. Um, um, I have another one, and the person's like, can you just send me questions? I was like, yeah, I don't mind. But really, it's just like these are the things I want to talk about. So like, I knew you as. Uh, a tumbler and a trickster because we talked about that but I, yeah. but just because i know you i know that you do all these other things and i do know that you're branded but mm-hmm. i've learned that and I, I do this a lot when i di- when i direct to is that i kind of have an idea of like what needs to get done so i have a like a a platform but when i was when i was launching the show i was like i really just wanted to be like two friends talking over mimosas right mm-hmm. so it's like you don't call your friend and be like, okay, so let's go get mimosas. I just want to talk about your tricking. Like, do you know what I'm saying? That's not organic. Yeah. And I find that, that like, I've had episodes where some people have talked about, like, serious stuff, and I was like, okay, so this episode is not going to be funny. But it's real, and I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: genuine. And yeah. I
0: want that. Because it also makes it quasi-timeless. So if, like, five years from now, when you are a lot uh, – when you're older, but you're, you, you've grown a lot more – People can look back on it and, and, and still hear this, and it's like, you know, I still, like, it doesn't like we don't talk about like one thing specifically, which we can. I have no problem, but like it's yeah. sort of, it's sort of like five years from now, your, your fans can still listen to it and still feels like they know who you are. And, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so really, that's I really like that, and and that kind that run that runs really, uh, really, like. Uh, Parallel to what my brand kind of represents, my yeah. my Instagram, I take a lot of pride. I, I have 44 the 44.8. I hit point point eight today. So hey, I Congratulations!
0: I can't even get that much, but it's all good.
1: <laughs> no, it's great. You'll get there. Um, it's the oh. consistency. But 44.8, yeah. 4, 4, 4, 4, I mean, 44.8 thousand followers I have as of today, and. I have friends, like, so I have friends with uh, millions of followers and I have, I have several friends, dozens of friends with like hundred thousand plus, a few friends with like 300 to 800,000. And, and it's just like, in my, in comparison, I'm like, dang, I got nothing compared to them, but what I'm doing with my following, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm making more of a difference than some people with a million followers because they're so, they're so invested in what, what they can get out of their, what, out of their followers. And like what what they can get them to buy and what they can get them to watch and what they can get them to go do and with me I'm like what can I do for you guys and I'm 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 trying to give back to my following because I don't care if I stay at 44.8 thousand followers for the rest of my life yeah because 44 thousand people listening to me and and taking my advice and and be being inspired by what I do that's that's already such a gift like that that's already so amazing and I can ride this this following right now till I die I don't care because I my platform I just represent myself as accurately as I can um to my following I don't stand in front of cars that aren't mine uh, and like and flex I don't uh, I, I don't like go and take a bunch of pictures with models and make it look like I hang around beautiful women all day like I show people all my story like I'm knocking on doors I'm selling solar this is what I do and uh if I'm going through a hard time I tell my following like um, I had a, my, my last, I grew up with three dogs and they've, they've passed away. But my third dog um, that from whenever I was a kid passed away. Oh, three ages ago.
0: Yeah. I remember. Yep. Yeah. I remember yeah. talking about that.
1: Yeah. And I just, and, and, and I was feeling some type of way about it. And I, and I've had two of my dogs, I, I had to personally like go and carry my first dog, my, my personal dog to the pound and we had to put it, we had to put them down and stuff. So I've experienced it really heavily. Um, and then my, this last dog has been with my, with my, um, grandparents for years now. So there's a little bit of a disassociation with it. So it wasn't as hard, but yeah. still is the last one. And I felt some type of way about it. And I knew that this happens and I know that this happens to people all the time. So I just was like, I, this is, this is something that I'm just going to express how I feel about the situation and, and my thought process. And people are going to naturally relate to it because it's it's relatable and it's something that people go through so i just went live it was too personal to post on my story because i get like you know thousands of people watching my story but only yeah. a handful of people will go on my live and it's the people that actually like want to know what i'm really up to
0: yeah so exactly i just yep.
1: went on there and told them how i was feeling when i was down and just told them like this is like it's, it happens like death is just as natural as life we we just because we don't understand it as well is where we get all bent out of shape about it but I'm like it just is what it is and it and it's fine and I had I had a dozen people reach out to me and said thank you for that I I haven't handled how I felt about my dog passing and the, and now and I didn't even realize this happens to other people and it's just so cool that like that I have this bridge for people to come to me and talk to me and share things with me.
0: Oh dude, I think that's important and I'm glad that you have that. It's interesting because you you were saying that about like your audience the difference is that where you have one I have three different accounts because I keep one separate for the podcast and then I keep one separate for the the horror house because they have different fans but if you go to my personal page it's kind of like I cover all of them it's like hey yeah I did podcasting and so I I get that and and I find with my audiences, a lot of people I meet every day are people that want to follow their dreams or want to become an actor or work in film or and so a lot I try to in a sense, like you, I'm like if I'm have if if something shitty happened in the industry, I try to talk about it because I don't want people to think that every day every day is a journey. And it's like just you might have one great success one day, and then the next day it's like you have a step back, and then
1: yeah. three days
0: later you, have, you you can take two steps forward, and then you know maybe a week later you have three steps back, and it's just always like this sort of it's yeah, a, yeah. It, it's not a straight line. It's it's an uphill. Yeah. You know, and was I think that... go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I feel like there's this is is there's our real life and this is sort of what you're saying but there's like our real life and then there's our social media life and it's like you could be having the worst day but it's so easy to take a good picture and be like chilling at the beach you know but really you're just there because you want to watch the sunset because you feel lonely right yeah,
1: yeah so there's
0: yeah. so i like i like that you can be on the beach and talk about why you're having a bad day
1: yeah. because
0: people can relate to that there's something sort of Wonderful and and real about that. I love that and I like.
1: Thank you. And if you think if you look at any industry, like and I I love L. A. for so many reasons, but one of the most beautiful things I love about it Mm -hmm. is that the people that are real out in L. A. The people that know that you're not out there trying to use people, that you're not trying to step on somebody to get where you want to go, and you're just you. I I can pick those people out. Like I'll go to a party. And I'll just walk around and start chatting with people. And I can tell you within the first 20 minutes who's actually, like, real. Like, who's oh, yeah. true, who's true to themselves. Exactly what like, you said. Yeah, so true. Not trying to put on a facade. And, and, and I love that because uh, those, those kind of people that are real – I'll be hanging out with my, with some of my friends and my friends will be trying to kind of like, uh, trying to put themselves in a position where they might get a shout out or, or do something. And they're, they're just trying to hustle for the, for this, uh, like for this following or, or for like promotion or whatever. And it's, and I'm just like, and then the people that I've noticed, like these people are real, these people aren't, are going to see through all the fake stuff. Yeah, They see it immediately. And I'm like, I appreciate you. Like you're a real one. And even in the whole rap industry, because I freestyle, I freestyle rap a little bit here and there. What? i thought, thought about making music.
0: Man, that's um, awesome. That's the first time I've heard about that. That's cool.
1: Yeah, no, not many people know about that. But. Well,
0: one of these days when you do your album, we'll have to have you rap on the on the yeah, show. I'm,
1: I'd be down. I would be down. Um, but the, the thing I like about it, too, is the rap game is the same way. If you... Uh, if you are rapping about things that you don't actually have, the the the, the rap industry will call you out on it. And yeah. and uh, and and all everyone's just obsessed with being real, being genuine. That's the only way you're ever going to get anywhere in life is if you can be Truth. who you are. Play who if you can play the character that you are playing for mm-hmm. your whole life. But if yeah. you're not being who you truly are, it's a very temporary like state that you can be in. You, you're gonna you're gonna become exhausted playing this character. So it's just better to just decide who you are and commit to that
0: well um that's actually a beautiful sentiment so thank you for sharing that and um this is gonna sound strange but our time is almost up
1: oh yeah
0: i know well, i try to talk for thirty minutes we've been talking a little longer but um when i have cool guests i just like to let them talk mm-hmm. uh, and you're saying wonderful things and you and i are a lot alike because we both are very chatty <laughs> yeah, yeah but i um and i know that because you're three hours ahead so you're doing um you gotta do other things but just to wrap it up give me if what advice you could to would you say? I know you're still kind of young, Gish, and you and you're growing into like who you are in a sense. But uh, because I do know that you do coach kids, so let's say, what advice would you give to to those younger kids behind you, the generation that's coming up? What would you say to them?
1: Um, it's a heavy question. I would, uh, off the top of my head, what I would what I would tell them is to just self evaluate constantly. Love it. Probably, because you'll get you get lost in the sauce if you uh, if you start getting if you start playing into the hype that people around you like if you get famous or whatever just you just get lucky and you get famous you're gonna get lost in it because you don't uh, you don't self evaluate you just believe in who everyone tells you that you are and then at the same time there's the other end of the spectrum where you you grow up in a bad environment of people telling you that you're nothing. And if you don't self-evaluate and come up with your own opinion of yourself, you're going, to, you're going to believe you're going to be the result of your circumstances instead of becoming who you actually want to be. You're, no one is a result of their circumstances unless they let themselves be that. Yeah. So wow. just self-evaluate constantly. And let me but, just tell you,
0: um, that does not change because I fall into that a lot, as you found out earlier. Sometimes you just kind of get into your own head. and then um, Especially when things are tough, and I have to remind myself of that every day, it's like, I might have a shitty day today, but tomorrow's a new day, and I gotta approach it like it's a new day.
1: Exactly, you have to have short-term memory whenever, yeah. whenever you're, whenever you're on a like a self-motivating industry. If you're working yeah. a nine-to-five, you can turn your brain off and you can just show up when you're supposed to show up and leave when your time, time to leave. Exactly, so when you're your own boss. You have to, uh, like, you have to have that short-term mindset. Like, if you, if you, if, if you took an L Truth. yesterday, you have to wake up fresh.
0: Like, yeah. Oh man, I didn't realize you're gonna be this cool. I appreciate you taking the time out of your, out of your busy schedule to, um to to speak to us.
1: Oh yeah, I would love I, I mean I I love what you represent. This is it's super cool. I need to go and watch some more of your uh, episodes. I'm really curious as to as to how, how the other ones have gone. Oh, they're I've good. Watched, um I only watched like half of one.
0: Ah, oh, shame. On you. Well, I mean cuz you you you're watching it on on YouTube, but you can also it's a podcast, so it's also Well, that's how I want to close up the show. I mean, you can find us on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, or on Google Play. Uh we're on Anchor, we're on now on Spotify, Lofty Crafts TV. I mean, I'm all over the place. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. you just I'm, I'm you just have to. Thanks, man. I mean, look, um, I, I as I got older, you know, coming into 2018, I wanted to reinvent myself. Uh, I get bored. It's like if things aren't going the way I need them to go, I'll just do something different. So, yeah. um, film was a bit slow, and I was doing. I mean, I was scripturizing a lot, <clears throat> but it wasn't until the middle of last year that we started selling scripts. But I did the podcast to sort of like find a new audience. And it's great because now, now that I bring people to the podcast, I'm also doing my, you know, we do this horror channel, Horror House on YouTube, and like, all my audiences are kind of going back and forth. They're like, what did Michael do this day? Okay, so this week he did a podcast, and oh my god, his new episode just came out, and so that's it's kind cool. of like there's so much happening. It's kind of cool. I'm like I'm, yeah, a, I'm wow. like an older Kardashian. I feel like.
1: Yeah, you're a very, you. You live a very dynamic lifestyle. It's really, <laughs> and So do I, and I feel like that's why we all we're we're able to keep up with our with each other's pace.
0: Yeah. Dude, you know what? Um, we're gonna put all your links to your social media and everything you're doing. Um, you you're a cool cat, man. I'm re- I really appreciate you taking the time to um Thank you. to be on Thank my you show. Having
1: me on. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, it took a while, but you know sometimes it's just, like it has to be organic. Even then, it's just like
1: yeah. like you're just like I'm, I'm
0: available now. Let's do it. So, um, but um, yeah,
1: I was I was supposed to be going and knocking on doors and 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 selling some solar, but uh, it was raining. So I, thought, <sighs> I, I, I was like, okay, well, copy
0: you. It was it's been raining here a little bit too. Not not so much, but today. Um, but yep. with that I will um will clink glasses. Clink I'll have to put it a little clink there. <laughs> um we should <laughs> go get rumor most man. I, I would love that too, um
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and I and I'd be super excited about what we talk about next. I don't even know. We would just we would just go off I guess.
0: <laughs> oh dude, I mean I can I'm yeah. I'm like one of those people I'll just sit there for hours talking. I mean I think that's what people like. because, hey. like it's like I know everybody and I know huge actors and stuff and it's just... but, but, but I don't name drop because there's no reason. It's like yeah. I like that my reputation perceives itself. It's like, oh, you know, Michael Coulomb. Yeah, he's great. Like, I, I prefer that at the end of the day, you know, it's like, it's like you're going to walk away knowing that you were at least recognized and noticed. And I think sometimes you, you, you get that one moment to, you know, to really affect somebody.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think, I think that's important. And and um, yeah, exactly. I, I knew growing up, I, I should be a teacher, but I never wanted to teach in a classroom. So mm-hmm. I have learned to become a teacher of life. Um, okay. it's one of the best things about becoming older is that I always have something that people want to learn from so I spend a lot of time teaching and, and I get asked to be on podcasts too and it's really just like hey how did you get your start and I was like let me tell you how I got my start you know and then people were just like wow that's the most fascinating story that's but
1: so cool and one of and, uh, and
0: go as, ahead.
1: I, I know you were trying to conclude but that's okay. as, a, as a coach because I've been coaching for so long I've realized that um the fi- and in sales, the final step of learning something is not just knowing how to do it, it's being able to teach somebody else how to do it and being yeah. able to duplicate the process and that's the final step of learning, so nothing really teaches you like nothing really teaches you anything as deeply as teaching somebody else that
0: yeah i i one hundred percent agree with that, and I like to be living living testament of that so.
1: That's anyway, awesome.
0: I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you go since. You, you Thank know. you
1: so much. Thank you um, so much. I'll hop on the show anytime.
0: All right. Well, don't don't tell me because I will do it because I'm gonna start doing um a lot of follow up episodes. I'm gonna start doing what I call quarter episodes.
1: Mhm.
0: And um, I basically I want to do like just little little ten minute, fifteen minute follow ups. of Just people like like I usually do it in the studio. Um, I usually have guests in the studio, and I'll also have um phone calls and then when I'm running about town like with you like I can just get on the phone and do it nowadays it's so easy I record on my phone pop it up put the intro in we're good but um with now that I'm using this specific platform with anchor they have this great app and I could literally just put my phone in front of people and just be like who are you and for five minutes they'll just tell me their life I'm like great put it up I love that it's so great it's just like instead of having to like spend time trying to put together a little episode because you know I, I attend conventions and I'm on set all the time I meet people every day and I'm always, like, impressed by half the people I meet. So I'm like, I got to get these people out there. Yeah, <laughs> Plus, I cool. have to create content for my audience. So, it's, you know, it's like a win-win situation.
1: Yeah, you just give, you're, you're giving people a platform to just yeah. like, tell them about themselves and be recognized. It's beautiful.
0: I'm trying, man. I'm trying.
1: Hi, right, Michael. Well, thank you.
0: Wow, oh, my pleasure, man. And really, it was a pleasure uh, talking with you. And I wish you all the best. And I know this is just the beginning. I'm really excited about seeing where you go. And I'm glad that I get to be uh, your friend and part of this journey with you, man.
1: Yeah, and, and likewise, I'm, I'm, I'm already, I've I'm, I'm already, I'm, already had so much pride for all things to you accomplished know, as if I was a part of it.
0: Oh, dude, you're making me blush. This is a good time to go now. I'm not
1: alright, brother. I don't have I'm any, you.
0: yeah, you too, man. Take care, okay?
1: Yeah, I'll see you on social.
0: Definitely, take care. Alright, bye.